Welcome Hello. to L is for Losers. We are a reboot of Cardition It. But now we're talking about pop culture and other reality television shows. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. And we're here on it, a new podcast. It feels like we've never done this before. I know. I'm like uh, nervy. I'm rusty. Uh-huh. I'm covered in podcast cobwebs. Oh, it's from <laughs> the, it's, I have a disgusting house. That's what's going on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it feels, it feels brand new. It feels brand new. Um, for anyone who doesn't know where we came from, uh, good for you for diving in. Yeah, thank uh, you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Welcome. Welcome, yes. welcome. But for those of you who knew us in our previous life, uh, we hosted a weekly Kardashian recap show um, focused on the first family of America. And as they set sail on their series, so did we to our podcast and decided what could be more fun than expanding beyond the show we love and covering way more of the things that we talk about and watch every week. Isn't it weird that we're like, this will be easier and it has... (laughs) immediately proven not so, to be it was like well it's not a recap show and it's like right but then it's everything else yes 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 simple 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 let's just watch 12 hours of television a week and then we'll talk about it off the cuff off the cuff and we're such pros there will be no hiccups it will naturally take shape and you're gonna listen to it happen live right here right now not yeah. live uh, well, recorded I just wanna say we missed you guys yeah. for our Kardashianate friends we missed you so much I haven't really missed the Kardashians. I feel like I've been hearing about them anyway. Yeah, they don't really go away. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you follow all the same pop culture accounts as we all do. So you're keeping up with them, whether you're keeping up with them. And they know that. And that's why the show went away. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They don't need it. They don't need it. But they're going to give us something else we don't need soon enough. I'm positive. Soon enough. Which we will certainly talk about and discuss in some, you know, some fashion. We would never let our insane knowledge of that family go to waste. Yes. But I'm only talking about things that interest me now. I was faking it before. We were faking it. Look, I was like (laughs) a wife in a loveless marriage. Just... (laughs) Faking it to get through my days. <laughs> I, I do love them, but we love them. But we we were happy to get a little breathing room from so, from them while we were gone. Jess, what have you been up to? Oh my gosh, um, it's felt very strange. It's felt very strange to not have the podcast. Yeah, uh, this it, it's such a like anchor in my week. Um, I took a trip. I yeah. went to the East Coast, which was really really fun. Um, saw some Cape Cod. Lovely. Um, made the bizarre decision to go to new york uh at the end of july and that's when the weather is <laughs> peak in some ways um didn't when it was booked really think as much about the delta variant which this podcast is not the forum for uh right but, it was, but no one really thought about it when you booked no it. and it was just like i remember at the it, time literally the thought process had been like well, we're vaccinated. What could be more fun than going to a place like New York where you can be in crowded bars and you can be in a sweaty, weird place and like on trains and all this stuff? Like it actually was the point. Was yes. like it would feel so after being so isolated in LA, know. you can't really get that feeling. And so that had been the thought process behind it. It didn't. It feels different than LA right now, and it wasn't you know necessarily like scary feeling, but it was just it had like a a nervier edge. Well, also <laughs> all the information of 
like the doom and gloom of the Delta variant has been rolling out in the past week. So yeah, it was like, literally like as we were there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fun. Oh, let's go touch things in the subway now. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um, it was it was very wild um, to be there uh, and and fun and wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then came back to a wild city. And but I we were texting about it like I have lived in L.A. This. Oh, actually, what is today? <gasps> well, so the sixth will be my 15 year anniversary <gasps> wow. in LA. I moved. Yeah, this is my 15 year anniversary in LA on um, August 6th, and I, I, we were texting about it. I have always, since I first moved here, I'm always really excited when I come home, even like whatever quality of trip I had. Um, it's so, just home. It's just it's home. Just home. Um, and that's it. That's really. I feel like all I've been doing is just I mean, like re two weeks of travel is a, is a lot. It's a lot. We only took a month off. I don't know that I'm very good at traveling anymore either. Uh, no, it's hard. I really felt it's like exhausting. it's yeah. and like just I like all my stuff. I like my skincare in its yes. place. I like my clothes in their places. Like as I it's really a market thing for me as I've aged that like I find tra- travel like annoying well here's here's the thing and we'll, it's a luxury and i'm we'll, very lucky we'll get into it as we talk about some of the housewives but yeah. it only gets like it's good when you're young and you can just do it do yes. like a carry-on and then it won't be good again until you can actually check three bags and not a worry hundred, about you ever lifting them a hundred percent the worrying about like bag size and mm-hmm. like worrying about the quality of beds in places that they're mm-hmm. not going to make my back weird like it's just one of those things that's yeah. like oh uh, yeah it's it's a lot of gambles and that like when they turn out it's great and I'm so happy to ever get to travel and missed it certainly yeah but that there's a lot of like fussy stuff and anxiety and things that surface for me so uh, also, I everyone's weird after a, the, a year and a half of a pandemic we're all weird Ooh, so weird but like, what about you well you no, but our friends don't know. So I was in the Dominican Republic oh, for a week. I haven't but I, even seen you since. Guys, I wasn't there for vacation. I was shooting a motherfucking yes. movie. Yes. Yes. I yes. only have one singular line, but I got to be there for a full ass week oh my and God. multiple days on set with some of the biggest stars I from mean, from my childhood especially I mean, that too. cast is so stacked i don't know how much i can talk about it although it, also what if i got cut who what if the movie totally changes <laughs> but it'll come out next april and i'll, I'll be able to talk more about it but yeah. it was just a fun time to get to go work get to be around people and you guys i have been itching to tell you this <laughs> i have been mother fucking itching to tell you this okay so the Dominican Republic, if you recall, before the official breakup, before Benefer 2.0 started, oh God, yeah. Jennifer Lopez was shooting a movie in the Dominican Republic. And let me tell you, the island is small. The <laughs> island is a very small. And we all the crew was local and they all had nothing nice to say about J-Lo. <laughs> I love this so but they had not one single thing. I heard horror story after horror story. Things like don't ever speak to me again. <sighs> putting her bodyguard in between her and scene partners. It sounded like people were basically like coming up to you to be like, I would like to tell you how bad this woman was. <laughs> no, Jess, that's not what happened. What happened was, <laughs> oh, 
uh, I don't know much Spanish. I don't know any Spanish. They're like, okay, did you work on the JLo movie? It's <laughs> funny how that really makes you learn languages fast. The international <laughs> language of, of JLo. Sh- of shit talk. <laughs> uh, also, that movie already had like a kind of not cursed but a wild vibe because first that was the one with josh dumel yes but it was supposed to be army it hammer drama and then when and then and then they replaced him with josh dumel and then um that's when all the a rod j-lo stuff happened and then he like flew out yes and like everybody knows it but i remember being like oh my god this movie is already so chaotic yes so the idea that there was also like so much just true messy diva shit and that everybody wouldn't want to talk about it is my favorite thing in the world oh, oh, <laughs> it was really great it was like uh, other than like being in a beautiful country Maybe while a coup was happening in Haiti, but didn't really. <laughs> we were like, we showed up on set and like, do you guys know that President of Haiti was shot? Is that going to be an issue? No, no, hope not. No, I think we're just going to get our shots in. And <laughs> it, it is really crazy though, because you're like, oh, we're only three and a half hours away. Wow. <gasps> Did you get to like see much of the island? Oh, we there were some like COVID stuff pop up where yeah. we had to change locations last minute. So mm-hmm. I I saw like uh, I was in Punta Cana, but before that it was like Lamana, Lamar. I don't know. I I it was the place I liked the best, but yeah. it was I can never remember what it was called. So, but I saw just those places. But beautiful, loved it. Uh, what an exciting thing to get to do. What an incredible thing. What a like beautiful. I was already. And anyone who listened to Kardashian, it knows I was already riding high that you ended your, you know, pandemic year by going on your spa retreat, mm. which I thought was exceptional and iconic. That was great. Um, I can't think of a better heighten to immediately follow than to fly to go film a movie with a gigantic A-list movie stars in like a tropical location. And let me tell you guys. It was so nice. Even though I only had one line, I was still treated like a human, and it was very lovely. Because sometimes you don't get treated well. You don't know. But it was very nice. So I'll I'll go on and on about it, I guess, whenever it comes out in April in 2022. It'll fly by. It'll fly by. It's not that Um, far away. Okay. So we were going to give recommendations, but I'm going to keep it slim right now. Yes. Because have you listened to Billie Eilish's new album? I haven't. I've only heard like the first single. Okay, which one is that? The I don't remember. Uh, it, it, well, I I guess the the one is um, I'm happier than ever. Yes, that I'm I think that's it. Yes, 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 yes. Good music video. Let me tell you, on the first listen, I was not a hundred percent sure. Okay, but then I kept listening. I was like, yeah, yeah. These are these are little earworms that get in you. Okay. And there is a song called Oxytocin and it is so it's just like it's it, it one. It sounds like almost uh, reminiscent of like a Peaches song or Ooh, something deep like, the, cut. like the percussion of it. it's yeah. like very like 1993 club kid sort of yeah. like uh, soundtrack to the movie Sliver with oh, uh, right. these are such good references. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm dying. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I immediately could. saw like the club scene in Basic Instinct yeah. and, and Sliver because yes, it's exactly yeah, a rip off of Basic Instinct. Um, and it's like her talking about the oxytocin that is released after sex. <gasps> and just to imagine her older brother being like, and she's like, <sighs> like that kind of noise. You're like, oh, Phineas. Oh, oh Phineas. No, Phineas, no. 
no. Billy, it's fine. You're a growing woman. Phineas, no. <laughs> yeah, like we're all publicly struggling with Billy becoming like a sexy grown woman. And it's like no one has it harder than her brother who has to make like sexy music with her. Although, look, we I've said it before. Uh, and we'll say it again. His girlfriends tend to look like his little sister. I, I couldn't agree more. But you more. know, that's very common. That is ve- that's very not common. an uncommon thing. People, it's they very, like what they know. They like what they know. That breeds a familiarity. I think there's like an Instagram account that's like siblings or lovers. Oh, or it's siblings. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. is it? It's like, but yeah, Dating couples, or siblings. Dating, yeah. And it's like couples that look a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing I told you, I've been, I went into like a true depression. I, this was incredible to experience from afar. How it affected you especially. Created a depression, Jess. I... (laughs) was rewatching the hills well first i said it with laguna because i so you never watched or did you ever watch laguna no okay no uh honestly i started with totally cavallari and then i was like i like kristen cavallari what are people talking about she's mm-hmm. smart and funny and then so i was like let me watch laguna and i was like yeah i like her I don't know <laughs> and then i was like let me watch the hills and i tell you it is it to watch it hour upon hour upon hour fully depressed me what do you think it was that depressed you lauren conrad's a fucking bummer she's a bummer yes i think that is nail on the head she is such a bizarre lead for a show and that it is like you know she doesn't really have a personality and that and she's just like how dare everything happened to me in the world and I'm never responsible for anything bad. Also, like, this is when we were talking about it, like, I, in retrospect, like, I always struggled with Elsie because she, to me, just felt like a highly judgmental and yes. like that I always and it's what I've always liked more about Kristen is that it's just like she just feels like the kind of woman who relishes the opportunity to shame other women. Yes. You know, like that. There, that's a type of woman in mm-hmm. the world to me and that like Elsie just feels like that you yes. know that there's her personality is about being too good for things hence not coming back to the new reboot I mean also that that is another reason why because I have been watching yeah. the reboot I don't think I'm fully caught up I'm behind yeah. but I have thoughts in it we can hit it later oh, but we will I would love um, to so that's what I've been watching uh other than all my other 90 day bullshit that I have to watch. Check me out in 90 day Bay also on Patreon, please. Um, I did have a question, which was that on the plane back, I ended up watching a marathon of Darcy and Stacy. And I was like, you're it, welcome. Cause it's so good. It's so good. Do you guys cover it? Yes, okay. So. so we can't talk about it. That's fine. I, but I, I'll just to plug your po- other podcast then. I already loved Darcy. Obviously is a 90 day fan. Darcy and Stacy. I had watched like the first episodes when it, first launched and I was so excited and then I just did not like the format and then I dipped back in on this marathon and I was so hooked and we watching season one no it's the current season okay okay um yeah. and I'm anyways they're incredible television I mean we can just go over old stuff which is when they uh saged their hair extensions oh is that old okay I thought that was current that okay. was a couple weeks ago okay well that was one of the ones I saw where yeah they they sage and bless their hair extensions oh. to get like the because so, they've had bad experiences they had bad bun they had bad batches <laughs> They had bad batches. 
I love them. Darcy they're and like Stacey two little, are so good. They're like two little like glam elves that are just out of their minds. And I, I had such a blast. So, so funny. Shout out to Darcy and Stacy, a spinoff of 90 Day. You won't regret it. Uh, uh, I know. Uh, our our friend Mark Rennie was like, I'm all caught up on 90 Day. I'm kind of bummed. I was like, you have so many other things to oh, watch. You don't even know. You have no idea. You have no idea. They, they have figured out. They have turned the key that Andy Cohen uh, first built of like, guess what it never stops yeah it's like andy you want rich women we'll take everyone else we'll and you're take like it. but i don't have time to eat and they're like well <laughs> you asked for it you told us you wanted it yeah marcy why haven't you dated in five years because <laughs> all of the shows don't need to fall in love i'll just get divorced <laughs> It really does teach you that. It really does. Um, I my recs are just that I started. I'm behind. I started watching the show. You know that thing happens where you're like, a show is new, and then there's like usually like one night on Twitter where you're like, oh, I have to start watching this show. So that happened with White Lotus on yes. HBO. I just started. Wa- I've only watched episode one, um, and I absolutely love it. Uh, shot in Hawaii. Shout out to Hawaii. To Hawaii. Maui. Fascinating story of like shooting it at. Uh, the Four Seasons in Wailea, like the first thing that opened on the Hawaiian Islands and they were just like quarantined for like basically the hotel to themselves cool for like three months um it's a wonderful show and the music is incredible and then oh the only other thing I was going to shout out is not new but I it's all my plane wrecks which was that on the plane I watched this doc called the Orange Years and it's I'd never heard of it and it's maybe like two years old and it's the story of Nickelodeon from our youth. Oh my gosh. So it's about You can't do that on television. Exactly. The start from You Can't Do That on Television through like Double Dare, through Alex Mack, through Snick, through like what, you know, was essentially this like glory period of like every show was a hit and like, hey dude, and everything. And I like cannot recommend it enough. Obviously, it will mean a lot more if you're generally my age. <laughs> but it was really like a fascinating story. Like a woman was the one who ran the network and she was a former educator. And she was really averse to like commercializing the shows, even though they were all becoming huge hits. So she was like, there's these stories of like they wanted to do a double dare cereal and for millions of dollars. And she turned it down because she was like, kids have enough bullshit marketed to them. Like, I don't want that this network to be about that. Uh, and it was all women executives. It it was like women executives (laughs) and then all of those cartoons that hit, you know, like Rugrats, all of those. A lot of those were like female animators and like weirdo artists who were all just like rambling around. And like, it's a really David the Gnome, Maya the Bee. Yes. And like, it was just a very cool story. Um, And I loved it. It was really like just uh, one of those things where you forget that like people make stuff, you know, and that you're like, oh, a lady was running a network with a really cool vision and like made beautiful art. And then it's all about basically how then when Dora the Explorer hit, it like became a totally different monster and they all left. There was a time in the nineties where there were so many, there were like, there was so much more for female and people of color in the nineties than there is today. I don't think there was like enough. There was never enough, but there were like, even like eighties and nineties. Like I remember I watched so many shows with with black leaves yeah like it really is about this like kind of utopian moment and that it was also like even the approach was about like 
like this really new way to talk to a specific age. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't kids and it wasn't teenagers exactly. And that it was really about like respecting them and, and like, getting weird and like Pete and Pete and Clarissa. And I was feeling so nostalgic because I remember it's all about how weird it is that they made the Nickelodeon tour at Universal Studios Orlando uh, because it's like uh, it was unheard of at the time that you would do a tour of like a studio like that. Uh, And I remember we took it and I was like the world's biggest Clarissa (gasps) Explains It All fan. And it was the first time I'd ever seen like a set, a a TV set or anything. And I remember like I thought I was going to burst into tears when I saw her like bedroom and stuff. (gasps) Like it it was a really like nostalgic for me uh, doc. And I super recommend it. Um, I I would have. I would have flipped out about it, too. Oh, my God. I remember it like clear as day where you're like the first time your brain is like it's fake you know like you understand television for the first time you're like the bedroom is in a big room excuse me what are all the lights my little (laughs) my little like nine or ten year old brain being like what the fuck where's clarissa where is she explaining things (laughs) she and that guy are they ever gonna get together that was another story point that they like really wanted to make it so that there wasn't like romance i horny little marcy wanted it though sam don't make me sit on the side of my caboodle Okay, not gonna top it. <laughs> not gonna top it. Um, should we move on to some news? Let's do it. All right, we already mentioned her, so let's just dig in. Oh my god, the story of the summer. We have really, mi- I mean, this like took off in our like vacation time, right? It's almost like yeah, like they knew that there was going to be a void. Benefer, <laughs> Benefer point oh. I Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck at it again. I mean, talk about uh, like what I was saying with the Nickelodeon thing, like where it is just mainlining a piece of your past. I mean, after the Friends Friends reunion and then this, it's too good. It's the nostalgia. I mean, we said it on the chain that recently it was like, wait, we're talking. Other people have said it, too. It's like we're talking about Britney and Benifer and like I'm watching the hills you know and like we're, we're literally just like these are this is the only stuff I've cared about I it, never left these topics it's like really is like it's always been about us us old millennials it's always been about us I honestly and feel the that X. way I have felt that way like we were so the era of like obvious celebrity obsession in this new specific way with like us weekly and Perez and all this that we talk about forever but there has also been this part of me that's also felt like but it was the best like it was the best like Paris and Lindsay and Kim and all of it like we birthed all of it in terms of like our pop culture generation and that they have like reigned and like maintained this level of dominance I do think we get to own a piece of that (laughs) so general thoughts about Benifer 2.0 is I love it couldn't be more on board I also when was it was it the 4th of July no it was like just last week on her birthday she posted the the hottest picture of the two. Her body, look, Official. that terrible personality. That body makes up for it. I mean, look, that's I'm fine with it. God doesn't give you two scoops. 
of everything. You get two scoops of one thing and then everything else you have to like figure out the scoops and I'm, it's usually half a scoop. So I couldn't agree more. I got no qualms with her having a terrible personality. It's like, that's fine. And she's got plenty more to keep me occupied. I don't have to date her or speak to her no. or work with her. So it's fine. I also, for them, I love it too. Sorry, I interrupted no, you. But no, no. Because, yes, is he a disaster? Absolutely. A hundred percent. So it's so nice for those two people to be together. She's terrible. He'll do something terrible. But that's why I love also that it came so shockingly fast after A-Rod that there is this sort of like messiness on both ends about all of it. Like Ben's stuff has been messy forever. Also, she got with Ben when he like she was married when she got with Ben so yes. how dare she act as if like that's what I like it as a big like moral uh flattening you mm-hmm. know like I think it would because I don't think you're allowed to love Benefer 2.0 and like finger wag some, any piece of it yeah I think you have to be like hey that's what's up like all is they're fair. big they have like they're not necessarily we don't know that they're good people we don't like they're just opulent ever present celebrities who came back to each other and it is like i can't think of anything more hopeful together they make each other so much more valuable oh. and i bet there's jlo fans who are like absolutely not but for me they they it's like the kim and kanye for me yes. it's like you know i at the time wasn't a kim fan and then kanye was like well he's a disaster but together they're kind of doing something for it's me it's truly like the actual like heart of the word chemistry when we talk about a couple like <sighs> it's two substances that combined create something else yeah and you're it's like, like this doesn't make it must be like the first time someone put like jelly with peanut butter <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, this doesn't make sense. The textures are all off. What are we going to do? But But it works. And I love also that you look at their other partners and it's such a spectrum, you know, of like the people. I mean, him, everything from obviously like, you know, American sweetheart Jennifer Garner to these like 20 year old college girls and strippers and like hers are all over the map in terms of taste. And it's like. I I just like that you can't really find all the coordinates, yeah. you know, other than like the two of them, you know? I, I, I think I know what it is. It's like, I like someone who makes me feel better. Yes. It, it, and that's like, the I think that's what everyone should like, someone who makes you feel good. And that like, you know, that the, there's also a piece of it that I think they have a lot of self-awareness yes. in how they've been doing it and rolling it out to us and for us. I know people have claimed, like, do you think it's fake? I'm like, absolutely no. not. I, I don't think they have enough to gain from it. This, I, like other yeah. than it is, you know, they have the, all the things that they need. It's been a thorn in both their paws for so long. <sighs> And finally, they get that sweet release of being like, what were we doing? Not that, look, they both had so many good things happen in between with families. And, you know, I'm a firm believer of just because our relationship ends and there is no more love doesn't mean there never was. No, 100%. I think there's a true, like, growing apart is is just very possible or being 
at the wrong places in your life for each other. Like, yeah. I think that's very common. And yeah. that, like, you can, it's what can be sometimes like those, those very like caustic, passionate, explosive relationships. Sometimes I think it's about people who like really, really have like deep love for each other, but yes. are just like not at the right moments in their lives yet. I mean, do you follow Hello Teffy on, no. on uh, TikTok? No. She's great. You would love her. Everyone okay. would love her. I'm sure plenty of our listeners already know about Hello Teffy. Her name I'm is Teffy. T it's uh, hello t-e-f-i i believe um and she is beautiful she i think works for in style that's how i found her was like she was commenting on like celebrity stuff through in style okay but she like no she like off the top of her head can tell you why nicole richie and paris hilton stopped being friends the first time wow this is what i want you will love her <laughs> you'll spend hours on her tiktok oh good and she's just like this cool girl from miami who like lives in new york and she like is like she's always like i don't know it's like talking then she'll be like what no i'm doing i'm talking about jennifer aniston to her fiance <laughs> it's very funny so she was talking about the beginning of Jen and Ben's relationship and kind of like just like going through the whole series of it. Yeah. And they, okay, he cheated and then they did not call off the wedding till the day before they postponed it I'll the never day forget before. It. I'll never forget it. I think it was supposed to be at the Bacara in Santa Barbara. Oh, where you were in school? Yes. Mm. And so it was a very big deal. I'm, oh my, I should look it up. Um, but Taffy would know. But I, I feel like it would have been, yeah, like while I was still in Santa Barbara and that it was a huge deal. The rumor was that it was going to be at the Bacar in Santa Barbara. And then, yeah, the last second, 11th hour got canceled. So they were like, no, we're working on things. And then they then they get broken up. And then six months later, she marries Mark Anthony. Mm. And then in her book, she wrote, I it took me two years to get over Ben. So you do the math on that. <laughs> Mark. She wanted those babies, maybe. Look, and Mark, you know, he cheated. They on had her a too, long so. friendship, and and that was and always how I understood it. Yeah. They're still close too. Yeah, so. and a lot of like just like career overlap. I feel like, but yeah, it it really, you know, it just really the whole thing gives me a like emotional warmth life is long full you don't know what and not to be as a quick aside like even a couple weeks ago I got to see my childhood best friend for the first time in years a listener of the pod who for sure will be listening to this and listen to Kardashian it um my friend Becky and we haven't seen each other in like nine years she lives in London and it was such a like hey life is long you don't know like and such a joy to have people come back that you haven't gotten to see in so long and it really felt like i i have been like using benefer as a connection point for all of it where i'm like <laughs> we're benefering right we're now we're all we're doing it we can all connect if we want to look in our past yes i'm like and there's just something forgive. very special and you just and you can shove it in your ex's face <laughs> that's for me it's the vengeance of it all that i, I mean, love whatever the motivation is i think it's like but yeah are we loving how this sits with a rod absolutely absolutely and i think that like i and i'll say this here say it i think it's gonna last i i i what does last mean (laughs) how many years is last i think okay you think they're gonna die cradling each other no no that's not gonna happen (laughs) 
Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you can think that, honestly. No, I, I I don't know that I think that they'll get old because they think they want to just be with each other while they're both very attractive. And I think attraction is a very, like, I huge... Think they, they can stay attractive for a long time. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm trying to do the math on when they'll not be attractive <laughs> and when they'll give up. But let's say I think they got, like, eight years. Oh, that's great. I'm going to give it eight years and a wedding. Because I think there is not a chance on planet Earth she's not going to have, like... Oh, they're the world's all every eyeball on her it will be like live not live televised but she, the whatever her version is like they have captivated us and they will do it so you what do you think what are you predicting it, for the wedding like when no what what like you're saying i'm saying like, like it a, will be like the biggest most splashiest like decadent wedding the wedding she didn't get to have yes i think they'll just pop up one day and, and they'll be like we were married <gasps> that's so cool yeah, that is probably what they'll do. I mean, I folded on my ideas so fast. <laughs> I'm, it's because I'm so confident. I'm very confident in all. I do that so much through. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm always wrong, <laughs> but I really sell it. So. I could just see it going either way where it's like e- it's one or the other. That's what I would say. It's either like welcome to the city of Miami has shut down and, <laughs> and it is a national holiday or yeah, we're photographed uh, with our wedding rings and we're on a boat in Venice. I I I hope that it's either of those. I have a suspicion that it could be an elopement and then a one day where they're like, oh, JLo's not wearing her ring. <laughs> like just <laughs> as quickly as it came, it left. You know? I just feel like her vanity to have those photos circulated is high. Yeah. That's my thing. It's the ultimate glam. Yeah. And she hasn't really had it. So yeah, she deserves. You know what? I'll say this. Bless their hearts. They deserve each other. That's the perfect way to mm-hmm. put it. Oh, uh, so that's a big one. We've had so many big ones. I mean, I, I have free Britney in here, but I, I don't know. It's been so covered by so yeah. much. And like, uh, I, I believe today she was petitioning to move the court date up to get her dad out as the conservator okay. to, to happen this month. So okay. I think I'll just set the, I'll set the, the play settings that eventually we're going to dine on this meal. There will be a free Britain. I feel like there will be a, a significant amount of free Britney conversations coming, yes. but we are in like a stasis of yes. like, there's not a lot of movement. She said her piece rocked the whole world. Ugh. Uh, very brave. And other than that, it is just sort of a like, and it is one of those things I think largely that happens where everybody has very little understanding about this niche legal world. Yes. And so we're all sort of talking about it in a sense that we understand it, but it actually from my very base understanding is like, it's, this is not like divorce court, you know, like this is just a very, it's even like super hyper California specific. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be a lot of entanglements until there's news. And we just hope that, um, Miss Penny, Judge Penny, sorry, Judge Penny. <laughs> yeah, what an amazing piece of information. That Prentice Penny is a co- comedian. He's an amazing writer, comedian. He, he he's, he's like a showrunner. Yeah, he's right? a showrunner. And his, shows. his mother is uh, the judge. Judge Penny. Judge Penny. God, that's cool. What an L.A. story. I know. Um, oh. Then this other thing we have is I wrote it before I knew that they got COVID. <laughs> These people are, they're at warp speed right now. This Kravis couple is out of control. I gotta tell you, I'm over it. They're supernova. (laughs) 
supernova, right? It's bright. It's big. It's, it's like, like ah! it was when we were wrapping up the pod. I mean, it may, maybe this will be me about Benifer in six weeks, but I, but it was such an inundation, such a constant, constant, constant posting each other on their socials, reposting the other ones post on their socials out everywhere, everywhere, everywhere at like fucking UFC fights. No offense. Don't want to think about UFC, but it was just like, and then the Megan, Megan Kelly, um, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, who we're now calling Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Which she would love, honestly. <laughs> I hate her. Um, but it like it just became sort of like that, like oppressive, where it was like I have never thought about these four people uh, together, and now I like am seeing them constantly, and like I just need it to. Also, there's been like a billion sightings of like Kravis at the um, this Miramar Ho- Montecito Miramar Hotel. And it's it's same one that Scott goes to a lot with um, like they must just have a connection with yeah. like Hollywood, that tier of Hollywood people. Anyways, I just am like, I get it. And Courtney wears, you know, Converse <sighs> now and a lot of black. And that's what's going on. Good for her. Good for her. Um, I I feel like they, too, are also stuck in a nostalgia loop. Yes. That's what they're like. They very much are like, we're drinking. We're Billy Bob and Angelina drinking yes. each other's blood. And uh, nothing better than her posting like a semi nude picture of herself in a bathroom that looks like it's under construction. Yeah. Uh, with Travis behind her. And it's like quarantine for 10 days. And then the next slide is like her children looking in. So at first, before <laughs> I read the caption, I was like, why is she like, being naked and sexy and then her kids are looking through the window <laughs> but then i realized it's like oh she either has or was exposed to covid of course you were of course you were because you guys are going i mean and granted look no one knew but i feel like we we really like the gates open and everyone's like wow i mean they were out 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 and about and i mean like- ufc is exactly where they got it right? oh <laughs> I mean, there's also a funny side story that was making me laugh just as a quick aside that is actually like more interesting to me than the Kravis piece, which is that this overlap of the Megan Fox um, Machine Gun Kelly, I almost said Megan Kelly again, um, that there was this like movie that they were in <laughs> with Lala, <laughs> Lala, Lala standing in front of the movie. Okay, so uh, Bruce- I thought this was. So funny. So uh, Randall, you may and- know him from the Fopty Sense, uh, <laughs> Fopty Sense scandal. Fopty, please. please, I'm in the hospital. Fopty. <laughs> or you don't know what we're talking about. Please look it up. Yeah, just the synopsis is Lala's <laughs> old man, uh, baby, f- husband, father, whatever. Uh, he, a couple years ago, he I guess he owed 50 Cent a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and 50 said he was going to come after. He said, Fofty, please. And it all played out over Twitter. <laughs> and then he posted a picture of himself in the hospital to be like, please, Fofty, leave me alone. So, so, so that's Randall and Lala, and uh, Rand- who's a Hollywood producer. <laughs> yes. um, so he produced a movie with Bruce- Midnight in the Grass or yeah. something. I don't know. I think it's starring Bruce Willis. Yes. And Megan- no, that's the thing is apparently Bruce Willis is only in it for like uh, like a few minutes. Perfect. And but that he's like prominent on the poster. Yes. And then yeah, it's Megan Fox, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And is in his Machine Gun Kelly? Pop- maybe, but M- Megan Fox did not go to the premiere, which and- they. Said- said was because of covid concerns 
That was the reason that they said, which is was hilarious because like the weekend before been everywhere. they had been at UFC the weekend after they were at like a Lollapalooza in the middle yes. of the crowds at after parties. Like there's video of them like just wall to wall with humans. And then they cited that they weren't going to the premiere because of COVID concerns. Uh, I mean, maybe they were concerned um, that they had it and they're like, oh, we don't. So let's go. We couldn't give it to Lala. So Lala stands in front of Megan <laughs> Kelly's on the poster and like. Uh, it's just very clear she's throwing she's like definitely like um, uh, sniping at mm-hmm. Megan Kell or Megan covers Cuff. her name see I, yeah. I cursed it covers her name with text on the poster um, it's very very <sighs> look that's my kind of shade I thought it was very funny supporting your husband by posting posing in front of his <sighs> uh, stupid movie poster and then standing in front of Megan let them have Lala. Let them have Lala. I'm excited for. I'm excited to see what Vanderpump Rules Me looks too. like now. Me too. Because can I tell you? I yes. Are they problematic? Absolutely. I miss Stassi. I I'm a, I love Stassi yeah. Schroeder. She's I, a. I love I, her. I put her in the category of like a Cavallari. You know, yeah. they're very similar to me. Like they're real prom queens who just like have been kind of hot bitches for most of their life, yes. and they don't really know how to be yes. anything but that gear. And you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I like, get it. Look, we're gonna live long enough for everyone to make huge, terrible mistakes. So yeah, I can't. I'm. We'll watch for sure. Yes, I'm. I'm very eager to see. Yeah, like what. It's so crazy and babies and like, it's that kind of a season. Wait, do you think that Courtney is pregnant? Um, no, my gut is no. I don't know why. I feel like she, she's the number one person who would have more kids. Like, I feel like she wants to have more kids, seems like obsessively in love with, you know, for me, it's that like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I could see him like dying to have babies he like already has raised like I know his but kids they're are so older. Like, you know when people are like in that like ah, yeah. I mean I he's definitely obsessed with her and I feel like if she wanted to they would now I literally just now almost peed my pants because I have something I haven't told you and it is going to rock you oh no okay okay so this is in the Kardashian universe I have recently talked to Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash for Losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ooh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.